Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. Uh, Kearney, JJ, and I are, are live uh, after watching through the final four episodes of Shaolin Showdown. So we are completely done with the series. This is the last Shaolin Showdown uh, podcast, um, unless it somehow comes back, but it's probably not going to. Um, but we'll talk about that. So uh, let's start with episode 49, Wu Got the Power. So... What were guys what were your guys' impressions of this episode? For me, it fell out of place from what the show has done. Yeah, I agree with that. It was a weird concept too. Yeah. Um also they're introducing another level on top of what they've already done for their powers. Like mm -hmm. they just got the the Wudai weapons and now we're adding another layer in, which is okay. I like the progress, but like for it to be the fourth episode from the end, it seems the wrong time to do it. I don't know. Right. I mean, I feel like they should have just thrown in those elemental Shang'an Wu with the Budai weapons from the start of season three. So, yeah, it felt really, really weird. Kearney, what were, your, yeah, what were your thoughts, Kearney, on episode 49? Yeah. Um, it's not like the best one we've seen or anything, but I feel like these last four were all, like, at the very least, like, strong. And I don't know. I enjoyed it. It had a really cool showdown at the end. There's a lot of like cool stuff visually. Yeah. Some good jokes, which at this point of the show, it's like really just what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep track of like what kind of fucking weapons they're using now, but you know, still a good time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like season one, you'd keep track of who had what Shingon Wu, and then at that point after when it got to season two like you could no longer keep track of who had what <laughs> yeah yep so dojo tried <laughs> so did jack but yeah. they both failed nope <laughs> yeah um let's talk about uh omi and hannibal's power uh after omi uses uh everyone else's shangon wu and powers I mean, yeah, it led to some vi uh, cool visuals. Uh, the gross ear canal full of earwax? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was really bad. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's... And it just... It was really... It was just really, really weird, but I think it does explain what we're going to talk about in the final episode. I think Omi's arrogance, like, particularly, he particularly here, really, really led to what... Uh, what happens for him, like, him not him not getting uh the leadership position yeah uh i don't know that i needed like a whole episode centered on it since it's been throughout the whole show yeah and i think that also led to this feeling a little out of place it didn't really for me fit into the narrative in a way that it needed to mm -hmm. um but i mean it did serve the plot so whatever Plus, yeah. I mean, we got to see some really cool moves on Omi's part when he had all four of the elements. He went Avatar mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kearney, any thoughts on the um, on Hannibal and Omi's power here? You said it pretty well already. <laughs> yeah, mode. yeah. Um, it's we... good to show like why having all four elements isn't like desirable, and that. They all have their specific rules to fulfill, excuse me. And no one should need to try to that much power in this universe. Right, right. And, yeah, I, I just liked how we're, you know, we're showing Omi's biggest character flaw now here bigger than ever, um, as if it hasn't already been shown throughout the whole show. But, um, 
All right, and the Denshi Bunny gets introduced. We kind of see it used in these last few episodes, but it's another electric Shengon Wu, so... Yeah, it's also got a weird name. Yes. I like how Raimundo calls it out. He's like, does it turn you into a bunny? And Dojo's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, and uh, also Zombie Jack and all those... Uh, then, like, a Frankenstein Jack. Like, that was just... Very, very weird, but it was, like, cool, so. Um, yeah, I still don't think it got explained how uh, we had clones of Jack. Uh, that was just thrown in there, and then they disappeared when the plot got resolved. That was a weird mechanic. Yeah, that's what it was weird about it. That, like, tanning bed was, like, cloning the Jacks, or producing the clones. I feel yeah, like I it could. One. I feel like it could do a lot of things. Yes. That that capsule, it could do whatever the plot needed it to do. Yeah, whatever Hannibal Roy Bean wanted it to. Did it ever explain where he got all the cloning stuff? I don't know. It didn't. Well, Hannibal, Jack could have invented it. I guess he could have. That's true. Because Jack invented a time machine. So. <laughs> um, speaking of Jack's inventions. Uh, and I know you'll mention it later, but Jack had the the Jackbot. This well, I mean the the robot that is Jack because all of them, I guess, are Jackbots. Yes. Uh, but I bot. yeah. Or no, sorry, just a, it was the yeah. robot Jack Jack we've seen in the past. Yeah, I didn't need the shtick again of Omi chopping off the head <laughs> and uh, being all surprised about it because he has done it before. Yeah, it's like okay. You already know that that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, with the funnies, I think we all really, really laughed at Clay's sandwich getting destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Clay. He's, he's so upset when like, everyone else like, has something of theirs broken, but Clay is like the most visibly upset, and you feel it. And he gets mad at first, like, no, my sandwich, and then he picks it up, and then it crumbles into dust. It's like a double whammy. <laughs> I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. I would I would wait five years to, to get my sandwich back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I mean, is there any other funnies from episode forty nine? I, I didn't really have any other ones. I can't remember from forty nine. No. Yeah, Kearney, anything from forty nine? No, they they whoop Jack pretty good, and he's pretty upset about it. That I remember laughing at that. <laughs> I don't think it was like a specific joke though. Yeah. Um, is this the one that he had the the bubble? No, that was the next episode. Okay, we're about to talk about that because I think this fifty is is pretty funny with that, and I think it's like I think it's just funny. Uh, let's get into it now, I guess. With uh, episode fifty, Hannibal's Revenge. I mean, I, for my impression, I thought it's funny as a concept to be like, okay, let's help the most pathetic villain in the show win, because, like, I, I mean, we're all the cult of Jack Spicer, we want to see Jack <laughs> finally, finally get made to be, like, the most powerful character in the show, so. <laughs> well, he kinda does, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really him, so. No, no. Um, I mean, this is also a Kimiko-centered episode in a way. I mean, it, it pretty much is with uh, what she does and kind of shows off her power. I mean, it leads to more uh, sexist 
comments from Omi throughout the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Well, that's to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, she beats his ass a lot less than she used to for saying all this. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, she does. I don't know. The funniest part was back in the beginning of season three or the very end of season two when uh, when Omi's like, you can't be a leader because you're a girl and she kicks his ass. <laughs> so I wish that I wish that was uh, I wish she did that more. But. Kimiko is getting better at controlling her anger for sure. Oh yeah, that that was noticeable for a character arc at least. So yeah, no, this was a good episode to show like what her potential leadership potential could be. Mm-hmm. That I potential leadership potential. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll move on from that. <laughs> no worries, uh, Kearney, You have any thoughts on episode fifty? Um, another solid episode. I like how it leads in the finale, but I'm kind of, you know, what we're really waiting for here. Oh yeah, so let's I'm, get into it. I'm sure. Uh, so let, let's talk about Hannibal Chase, Booya fighting each other, and Jack in there, obviously, with the plot of the episode. But I, I think it's, uh, I think it's really cool. How they've been building up that these villains are going to turn on each other, uh, and to have that finally culminate in this episode was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um... I wouldn't have minded an episode that was only the villains, actually. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been cool, just not the heroes at all. But, I mean, they made Jack win, which was interesting. Um, also, the the plot about the Halen uh, eclipse. Uh, Kearney mentioned it's like an Avatar ripoff, which is funny because Avatar is not, not actually a show yet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yes okay listen between last episode and this episode there were a lot of avatar parallels yeah, yeah. uh but they're all like in a completely different context i feel like but similar things yeah happen in that show it was just weird like that was a weird shoe in thing to give as a weakness for chase young but it was cool to see them fight and i was not displeased with any of the villains yeah, I mean they they have improved Hannibal since last week. So yeah, um, I don't get why um, Chase says like, oh the 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 eclipse will happen and I will be rendered very weak and you will all be like asleep or something like that, and then they're very much not asleep when it happens. <laughs> I know because we watched that line like twice for some reason. Yeah, the was talking about was he talking about his um his cats? Yeah. His cats would be asleep. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought he was talking about everybody else. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Okay. So what happened is the the bird was recording that and then playing it for Hannibal and Wuya. Okay. That's why we watched it twice, even though we didn't really need to watch the whole thing twice. He's talking yeah. about his cats falling asleep, not mm-hmm. the other villains. Falling because asleep. cats, it's a well known fact, cats cannot be awake during eclipses. <laughs> Bad for their eyes. They just go to sleep. I totally yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, and, uh, you know, uh, implementing Kimiko reading everybody's minds was kind of cool. I like how, well, Clay's juggling pigs, and I, I like how Raimundo's playing soccer, though, and winning, like, uh, 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 championship for soccer. You know, juggling livestock is harder than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> just like juggling the pigs he's like doesn't get any better than this <laughs> clay had some real bangers this week oh, for the I, finale I, I, just so clay funny. clay likes pigs like most people like dogs it's it's wholesome picture of me wrestling i've grown more appreciation for clay through this whole rewatch so um 
Um, all right, and then, I mean, it, like I said, yeah, K- Kimiko reading their minds is cool, and I, I like the visual of her, like, being in this, like, whole computer mainframe. I always like seeing the Shangamu getting used in different ways um, <laughs> than we've seen them before. It's nice to see the uniqueness of it. It's uh, shows like this or, like, something like My Hero Academia where it's, like, you have this power. Now it can be good if you use it in the right way or it can be bad if you're just, like, resigned to the fact that there's nothing you can do with it. So it's cool to see them be creative and use their their intellectual intellectuality to win the fights, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, totally agree. Um, any more any more thoughts, Kearney, on this? I think there's one other funny moment I'm trying to remember. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get into funnies. Oh sorry. Uh, no, uh, Kimiko reading minds. I mean, like, is there anything else with that or? Great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that's a sca- that's a spooky concept, like being able to read minds and just having that power at the disposal mm-hmm. of whoever can use it. Well, it did bite her in the butt too because they were getting mad at her. Yeah, well, so, so they could they could they knew she was reading their minds. Like even the I feel like even I if Kimiko is reading my mind right now. And they're like, What's <laughs> at her? Yeah, everyone was like, "Hey, quit doing." That. Yeah, she keeps getting Omi throughout the episode. It's like his mind specifically to show again his uh his um proudness and uh overconfidence yeah and his um uh sexist views <laughs> dude there are so many worse things that you could catch someone thinking about on the regular yeah that's just me but i feel like if someone tapped in on my mind regularly they'd be like i wonder what would happen if i threw an infant in front of this what would that look like i'm never gonna do it but you know I mean, if if this wasn't a kids show, they definitely could have. But um, I don't know. From they, they've had some near misses for it being a kids show. Okay, so we'll I, we'll talk about. That. I'm not. I'm not saying they haven't. <laughs> they've pretty much gone like to the edge of what they can do. Yep. Um, which I think is actually pretty great about a lot of these older kids shows for when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Yeah, that's one of the reasons SpongeBob is so successful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like. There's so many adult jokes in SpongeBob. <laughs> I this is a tangent. I don't know why, but one joke that always sticks out to me. It's it's a stupid adult joke, but um, they mention Patrick and SpongeBob are talking. They mentioned something about iambic pentameter, and I was just <laughs> old enough to recognize. Hey, that's Shakespeare, but like, I'm not supposed to get that. <laughs> super dumb yeah yeah um all right um and then that showdown between hannibal versus chase versus kimiko as jack um it was cool and we kind of got some back and forth between chase and hannibal so i didn't really like the bait and switch at the end where uh chase was like but uh you can't fool me and then he is fooled yeah like i would have preferred if he just didn't say that line but it was cool and it was uh, I, I did like seeing them not know how to react to Jack, given that Jack wasn't being like his normal self. Yeah, I I did like um, that um, that Chase also like when they're about to start the showdown, he's just like, I'm not gonna use Shingon Wu. Like I really, really, I I like that that they stuck to that uh, what mm-hmm. he, he had been established as as a character. I didn't even pick up on that, but that's, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts, Kearney, on this fight? Or, you ready to hit funnies for 50? Very good. 
All right, let's hit the funnies. Um, definitely the one where the Shaolin monks make this really crappy home video to trick Jack, and it's literally just them putting on, like, masks and Kimiko putting on a finger puppet of Hannibal, and just, like, it... And Dojo even being in the shot, and Ramudo just being like, Dojo, get out of the shot, and it's like... And Jack still falls for it, because Jack's lovably stupid. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite exchanges, um, maybe in the series is when after they destroy all of his robots and he's like, you know, I feel like the uh, indestructible warranty would cover some of this stuff. <laughs> and then he just takes like one piece and is like, well, I'll be back for the rest later. <laughs> just all of that was golden. Yeah, I mean, I, lo I also love the moment where he can't say impenetrable. Impenetrable. <laughs> um, they make a play on that in the the video game as well, where he still can't because they still use the voices for the of the actors for the video game, and um, they play that joke in that as well. But even just like when the jackpots are shooting themselves in the bubble and then shoot his foot through, um, I just I it's it's just so Jack Spicer, and I love it. Yep. It's like the second time he drops something on his foot in that episode. Oh, yeah. There's the, the anvil. Yeah, yeah the, the anvil. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cartoony. <laughs> it's so good. This is what I want. Like, for real. Oh, we have I, to... Oh, what were we I was going to say, I don't know what he was doing when he dropped the anvil on his foot, but it was something he was like, I am the Lord of Darkness or yeah, something like that. Yeah, the Emperor like of the that. Dark Darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good um we have to talk about they broke the fourth wall previously on shallon showdown <laughs> raymundo's eyes i mean this show is so self-referential and i love that they finally were just like you know we know that the audience notices that we've been talking about oh like this is like the most evil thing or like ten thousand years of darkness like we we know our audience has been noticing it by now so let's just put this joke in there I, I thought Kearney's comment was real funny. I think the writers are just giving up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember when I said that. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to have some fun, but I mean, part of it is probably giving up. I mean, we've kind of noticed that through some of their ideas. <laughs> so, um, and I mean, then uh, Omi, like, bragging about how Kimiko screwed up, and he's just like, um... Who screwed this up? We know who, and he just wraps around Kimiko. <laughs> Visual comedy. Yeah. I like when she's reading Dojo's mind, he's like, oh, God, I shouldn't have been that And then they have to, like, leave, and he's like, I'm, I can't fly right now. <laughs> yeah, that was so, great. So many times I wonder why he doesn't just use his powers. Like, literally, grow bigger. Your stomach will be bigger, and all the cookies will be a smaller part of your stomach that's so true yeah or just like f f fly later in episode no in the last episode just fly out of the hole clay doesn't need to lasso you you can fly i don't know i feel like part of it is i feel like dojo is just too lazy <laughs> i think he's lazy and out of shape and that's why he can't do shit <laughs> i feel like that's the best explanation you're gonna get yeah all right, we ready to hit the two-part finale? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, all right, well, time after time, part one. It's a great setup for the finale. I think um, we were going to talk about the f actual finale after, right after this, but 
I thought it was a great setup, and there was something unique about what they did for this episode with going to the future and seeing this alternate history play out. I may have appreciated it more if they hadn't done it already. Yeah. Um, but it was still a good plot, and like I, I wasn't disappointed in, in it or anything. Um, I like that Doja went with Omi this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I like seeing the changing chopsticks being used the way they are. They're very useful for them. Yeah. Yeah. The changing chopsticks got a lot of play in, the, in this last batch of episodes. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff getting pulled out of people's ears as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A lot of ear humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't. What was that? I don't know if it Voice was crack. this episode or next episode when like Kimmy co- or they're they're on the uh, dojo and he mentions the uh, like the strong arm whatever Mikado arm yeah yeah and then Omi's like I don't need to get i don't be strong or whatever i know someone who does though and then kimiko is like all up on his face and then his ears shrivel <laughs> i was talking about jack spicer which is actually <laughs> completely and totally believable yeah and kimiko should have just bought it. that he has no upper body <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah literally in episode 50 he tries to hit himself out of the ball and breaks his hand <laughs> fist of debbie <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, it. It it was it was really cool. I totally agree with your points, JJ Kearney, uh Your your impressions of episode fifty one? I I'm I'm a fan of this whole finale for sure. This one set it up, and then it gets wrapped up in the next episode. So that's, that's <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're fine, man. <laughs> um, I like that they brought back the time travel. There was a moment. I, I made a I made a crack about it because I I thought I was so fucking smart for saying this, but I was like, oh, this is dumb. They they address like a, a thing in time travel that I totally thought they were gonna overlook, and it like actually made way more sense that they did that. I didn't think they were going to, so I was a big fan of that. Was that when there was no old Omi? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was I thought specifically, but yeah, they addressed the fact that. No, I said, like, oh, they're going to freeze themselves, and then no one's going to wonder where they went, and they did, and it totally had an impact on the rest of the plot. And right. I, yeah. Yeah, okay, so the, they they got into the mechanics of the time travel. I felt weird about Omi still being frozen after he had changed the current present, because it feels like maybe he would not have made that decision now in this timeline yeah i don't really know how that part worked but like no old omi existing that totally made sense and then it was clay like i don't think you understand the mechanics of time travel (laughs) (laughs) i don't think anybody does still (laughs) and it's never going to be like perfectly consistent because time travel is like an inherently fucked concept but i think that was a way better take on it than that i I assume they would have sure right yeah, for, for a kid's show, I think they handled the time travel better than you, you would think. Um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, let's talk about Jack Spicer's prison. Uh, I I thought it was crazy how, like, Jack is, like, this competent without Omi and that is able to, like, trap not, like, not just the other monks, but also the other villains. Like, and, yeah. This is also a very different old Jack than we've seen before, because the right. other old Jack was, uh, like, totally gone, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he just has the giant suit of armor. He's basically modeled himself after Hannibal Roy Bean's like uh, samurai samurai costume. costume yeah. It feels like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Kearney, your thoughts on the Jack Spicer prison? Oh, I loved it. I loved, like, I got so excited when they, they had the shot of, like, Chase Young's hideout, but it had, like, Spicer's goggles on, and, like, the, the spiky top was red, like his hair. And then his whole look in the um, giant mech suit was awesome. I liked, I thought it was funny watching the other characters be all old and senile and shit. Like, I don't know, I... I was all about it, man. For the, yeah. And most of the voice acting for the old characters was pretty good, too. Yeah. Tom uh, Kenny's was probably the best. Yeah. But yep. Kimiko kind of just sounded like Kimiko. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. Then we get old Master Fung, too. Yeah, it was like, what, 200 years old? <laughs> yeah. How old is he in the show? Like 120? Uh, well, he's. He looks prob- like he's 50. Yeah. Know? Yeah, he's probably he like 50 or 60. He looks good for being as old for yeah. being old yeah but he either way he should be dead in 80 years later <laughs> yep he's uh certainly senile <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's well and then he still kicks ass <laughs> yep he doesn't know what's going on but he can still like throw a punch okay honestly in that scene after we watched it you both said that like oh he just kicked ass i was like wait what because there was two things happening right. in the foreground and in the background and i was not paying attention at all to master phone i was only paying attention to the background so. <laughs> yeah I, I, I didn't notice at first but i kind of like zoned out and like you just see him grab a robot and like smash another one with it and I like, oh i didn't think he'd be able to hack that at this stage in his life but. speaking of fighting uh i don't i can't remember if it's this one or the next one it's hard to separate a two-parter right uh but they're the fights with the stone golems that yeah. was a lot of fun um i think just, that's the end of this one yeah yeah well, they, he, they, it happens in both of them it might i happen think in so both, yeah. but yeah jake you said like uh monk guan just went all mortal combat on him or i think it was chase it uh, might have been chase yeah but he yeah? just he did a kano move and ripped his heart out like <laughs> i i loved uh i don't know who it was but just like came down and split the guy the the golem in half that was fun i think that was omi he just did like he's like chimpanzee chop or something oh yeah 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 split it right down the middle yeah how do you know repel the monkey (laughs) i get what they immediately started fighting like when omi went back and met chase i i think for like five seconds he's like you know that move and then they just team up without saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know um couldn't possibly be an evil trick having studied my my moves or anything yeah um yeah and i mean we get so we also get the cannon blaster and the mikado arm in this episode um i mean it's cool to see omi just all of a sudden get super swole yeah i really like that design too yeah. just the the beefcake arm focus on you bro anchor arms <laughs> <laughs> I do like the way that the the cannonball one gets used. Oh um, yeah, it. But it is funny the way they introduce it. It turns you into a cannon that can fire you as a cannonball. Yeah, d- yeah. Dojo is just like so done by that point. He's just like. Me too, Dojo. They use it once, if I'm correct. In this they, episode, yeah. Yeah, they use it again in the next episode, though. Okay. I, and I like using it for more than just like being a cannonball, um, like. Well, I mean, they don't really. They do and they don't. But it's also, like, to cover distance or to break down, like, barricades or walls or or the floor or something. Right. Also, seeing old Clay just j- jump into that and get lobbed, that was fun. 
Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about. I mean, just like it ends on a well, doesn't at there, but it like has that dark note where Omi just watches all of his friends get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shit. He's like crying, which is how you know it's like really bad. Yeah. And then Dojo goes, "Don't think about it." But yeah, he watches Ramundo get stepped on and yep. Kimiko get ripped apart. I, I kind of wish they would have showed us that. Like I, I, I would like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a kids show. I, I mean, sleep tonight, dude. Yeah. <laughs> At least we can infer that it happened that they got True. murdered. So. Uh oh. So we're basically the funnies now. So I'm going to mention a funny from episode one because I'm just now remembering it. It's when they were using the the monsoon sandals or, or oh, whatever, yeah. and uh, they all had the long legs. And I was just like, "What?" Yeah, I, I heard you say I that. Forgot. <laughs> I forgot, and it was just like, okay, their legs are very long. <laughs> Only one of them was actually wearing the sandals. <laughs> and then Master er, Master Fung opens the door and just knocks them all over. <laughs> Which, like, the roof is gone. You should have been able to see them up there, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's get into the funnies for this episode. Um, well, we should also talk about... Um, I also wanted to talk about, like, Dashi and Guan as well with the past, and we'll talk about Guan next episode, but it's, it's like, interesting to think about because, like, in the main present timeline, Chase obviously drank the, the soup, so he became immortal, but Guan's still alive and Dashi's dead, and then in this, it's, like, that where Chase, and Guan took the immortal stuff, so then Chase is, Chase is, uh, it's still alive. Which uh, we did talk about begs the question, how did the other of those two survive in their respective timelines um, without taking that uh, soup? And why did Dashi not survive? Yeah, I think Dashi probably, I think he just probably wanted to die or something. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like that's the most likely explanation is maybe they can, they're so powerful that they can keep themselves alive. But like... I think Dashi was like already pretty old. Like, older than the other two. I, I don't think it matters that much in the grand scheme of time. Like, they lived, like, that many years, but... And Chase was drinking the soup, which definitely, like, helped <laughs> him stay alive. Right, but then there's Guan, and then there, you know... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. In our normal timeline, how Guan's alive, or in our alternate timeline, how Chase is still alive. But, right. Um, I, I did like that Omi... Uh, oh, gosh, this might be it this episode, but I was here for when Wuya got captured... That yeah. was that felt very homey. Yeah. Also, the um, other funnies. Uh, the this is my home, and I almost felt like the the face was maybe it could have been a little racist. Honestly, I feel like uh, it might have been this one where they did the extra chromosome. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. We that, forgot that one. Oh, that was say? pretty bad. That was forty nine. That was when uh, Jack is like. I can't remember what Jack says, but... Why can't I ever seem to win? I'm blaming yeah. the extra chromosome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't know why we forgot that line, um, but we got it now, so... Um, then we've got Jack Spicer's undies. They're all taking stuff from Jack, and Omi just puts the underwear, dirty underwear <laughs> on his head, and, and Raimundo's just like, all of us is like, has the face. <laughs> he can't be that ignorant. It's not like he grew up not wearing underwear. Like, why... There's nothing to explain that, and then he's just like a fucking weird dude and doesn't get it. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of funnies, we forgot. Back to the first episode again. <laughs> when he says he needs, when Omi says, I'm going to take a nap now, and then just flips over with his head on a rock. We forgot to talk about where he sneezes the bunny rabbit and all of us died. That poor rabbit. You know, it just flies up in the air and like bounces off a fucking rock. Yeah. <laughs> he just killed a bunny rabbit. I don't know how we forgot that, but... Uh, um, the funnies just don't stop coming. Yeah, they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah. Um, and then um, then we got Fun's toenails and them being so gross. <laughs> There's like dozens of toenails flying at him. It's like he has <laughs> I don't know how they're doing that. I don't know. But also that's... that whole thing, like with Dojo being super excited about <laughs> clipping his toenails. Because Fami's like, as as payment, I'll let you clip my toenails, and I thought he was saying like, I'll clip yours, but nope, just that's what you get. Yep, and they have a weird relationship. Yeah, it, 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 we've seen it get weird this season. This yeah. last season. Um. Yep. Alright, anything else from this episode? Are we ready to hit the final episode? Yeah. yeah. Alright, time after time, part two, impressions. I thought this was a good finale. I know, like, we can talk about that last scene specifically as we go on, but I like what it did for these character arcs. It pays off the character arcs, and I'm sure we're going to talk about... I mean, I'll just say it right here. I mean... I think Ramudo's character arc through the entire show of being, like, the last to be Dragon Apprentice. I mean, if you're comparing this to Raimundo in the very beginning of being this, like, slacker, rebellious uh, kid uh, from the beginning to now, like, I think they gave him, Raimundo, a lot of character development, and it was awesome to see. It wasn't until this episode that I thought Raimundo was going to be the leader, and it was because in the alternate timeline he was calling all the shots right. and being the leader, and I saw that. I was like, okay, well, he's going to be the leader. But I really thought it should have been Clay. Like, consistently throughout the show, he seems like the one who's been kind of the team anchor emotionally, and I feel like he would have made the best leader out of them. That's fair. Um, I did really like at the end when that we got the scene of Omi swallowing his pariah and yes. just uh, accepting Raimundo as the leader. That was a real nice touch. Yeah, after basically being treating Raimundo like shit and being like, oh, Raimundo's never going to be leader. Mm -hmm. Like, why should he get special treatment over me? And it's like, I, I really liked that moment. And no words were exchanged between them. It's just like... He cries and hides behind Master Fung's leg for a second. It's yeah, he like, does. Well, right. Right, and then, well, then they, like, they bow to each other, like, Omi bows to Raimundo first, and, like, that, like, no words needed to be shared, so that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I, and to me, it's like, I don't know, Raimundo's always been my favorite character, aside from Jack Spicer, but that's just because Jack brings the goods every single episode. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, just in terms of, like, out of the heroes. But I, I like them all, and I've grown appreciation for, like, Clay through this entire rewatch, because Clay's just great. But... Clay's absolutely my favorite. His quirky lines, his love of food and pigs. <laughs> and his down-to-earth just... personality, yep. yeah. yeah. I, I totally get more appreciation for him. I I don't know. I guess Raimundo's always been my favorite, because I've always liked the development um, that he's gone through and kind of the journey of being, like, this underestimated character he made mistakes and then like he was kind of bullied by the entire team and still rose above it so mm -hmm. the end so yeah 
Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, let's let's talk about Omi's like quest here with turning trying to turn Chase good and how it really affects how Guan turns evil instead. I mean, I thought that was a really cool twist. And Guan being, like, a scorpion is really, really cool. Much more hideous. Like, he, he got the raw end of that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. Chase Young got a cool transformation. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that it would have given Guan, like, more of a reptilian thing. Because it, I thought that was just based on the fact that it was dragons. Yeah. Um, but not so much. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of surprised that Omi then didn't decide to try to go back again and stop both of them from becoming evil. Maybe do something else to Hannibal Roy Bean at that point. Um, yeah. But I guess there's just not enough time in a 20-minute episode. Right. And, I mean, he tried to go back again, but then they vaporized the sands mm -hmm. of time from his hand. So True. Um, but... The whole idea of, like, trying to change Chase Young by giving him, like, different soup doesn't... <laughs> isn't that strong? Like, I just think that the root of, like, his inner darkness is still there, and if you're not addressing that, like, you're just... I feel like it's just the next thing might set him off. I don't know. I, I think it really speaks, too, to the the relationship between Chase Young and Monk Guan that either one of them could turn evil over their... Uh, I guess their competitiveness with one another is what it <laughs> seems. I would have liked to have gotten more into that. But yeah, I agree with you, Kearney, that the soup was a weak plot driver. Yeah, oh, I, I totally agree with that. But otherwise, I thought it was good. Um, that <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Well, that, that castle, I was going to go to the castle rescue showdown, rescue dojo, the damsel in distress. I That was one of the best showdowns in the whole show, and I'm glad that it was like the final one and senior mundo call the shots and like have that i mean the when he's just like bodying all four of those villains in that showdown like wow yeah we get a couple of bangers of showdowns in these last few episodes yeah for sure so any other thoughts on the on this castle showdown the, go ahead no I'm, i was just gonna say something stupid <laughs> Uh, just the way that all the different uh, Shang-On will get used in this showdown, it's pretty cool. I like seeing... I, I know they have eight of them in this one, yeah. but it's nice to see a lot of different things going on. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. all I got. I wish they would have used some of the more iconic ones, because I feel like some of the ones they used... All insects. <sighs> there were a yeah, lot of insects. Yeah. The ants in the pants one, I'm like, really? That's such a gag, like, throwaway shit. Like, they should have used some... Yeah. I don't know. Serpent's tail wasn't there. The goaded Shangong Wu still, yeah. or was it? No, I, I. Well, it wasn't one of these last episodes. I don't know. There was in the finale though. I thought it was weird how they didn't even have like the reversing mirror. <laughs> Sorry. <We're> good. Um, <laughs> Kearney just flipped a cap onto his hand. It's a lot cooler than it sounds. <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on to be honest. Yeah. Um, but and then I, I, I laughed a lot at Dojo playing over. <laughs> we thought it was going to be Jack, or they thought it was going to be Jack, because I knew what was going to happen. But you know, it may be uh, embarrassing, but at least I get to be pretty. <laughs> Slay queen. <laughs> um, like you do, you dojo. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I've always, and I've I've had this as the outro to our Shaolin Showdown podcast, but I've always liked the, and it played a little faintly in the background. But I don't know if you guys have noticed in like these final arcs of each season the group anthem theme i thought mm. was pretty good i don't know if you guys have 
I have not. I didn't recognize that it was the same one, but I did. The music really stuck out to me in these like last two episodes, mm-hmm. like the big moments. Yeah, the even group- um the the first of the bunch when they're fighting in like the clouds, like that song was even really good. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the forgot about the cloud fight. It's <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. I, I've forgotten so much from the first episode of these four. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, like we said, it was it felt out of place compared to everything else. So, I mean, um, I mean, so let's let's talk about, so we talked about Raimundo as leader and everything, and so we get then all the other villains in the entire show pop up for one last showdown, and it's them running together and then kicking the screen, and that's the end of it. Um... So I, I guess overall thoughts now and kind of do we think there could be a continuation? Because I know Master Fun, like his last line is basically like, "Now you're gonna be Shoku Warriors. Your journey has just begun." Do we think there's more to it that could happen? I feel like it's open to more. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll happen. Right. If it would happen, now is the time period for it to happen because Hollywood's on a revivalist streak. Um, But I'm also content with that being the end. Like, (laughs) leaving a story open-ended as there is continuation here, but we've also ended this chapter of this story is fine with me. Um, As far as the ending of that episode goes, I liked bringing it to them fighting all the villains, but I needed just a little bit longer of a resolution. Not much. It just felt really short after everything we just had. Um, Maybe, like... 10-15 10-15 seconds of fighting or something that's just more action-y would have felt right to me. Yeah. Kearney? I'm in the same boat. Um, I'm totally okay with the show ending here. Like, obviously it's open to going on further. And they could have just, like, you know, kept introducing a bigger, badder dude. But they already, <laughs> like, keep blowing up the world. And it's like, <laughs> at a certain point, like, I feel like this is a good place to end things. But I would have liked just a little bit more of, like, triumphant end battle yeah and seeing them all like kick ass together for a bit longer but mm-hmm. for the most part like it was it was a very satisfying it was a moderately satisfying end <laughs> to a, a show that we watched yeah i mean i i grew up with this show so i that's why i'm so nostalgic about it um in in my head when you said the very and then went to moderately, I was picturing like a cartoon sequence where something is progressively getting worse and the the character is just changing over and over again, uh, mm-hmm. their description of what the thing is as it gets worse. This car that we're giving you is very moderately <laughs> usable. Yeah. Well, it's a car. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I don't know, it just, it kind of bums me out, like, they had an opportunity to revive it ten years ago, like, ten years after the show with Chronicles, and then Chronicles just botched everything instead, um, it's, like, one of those things where they revive it, like, Teen Titans Go, for example, like, it tries to revive the show, but it does such a poor job at... Some reiterations just aren't good. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part, I... I wish we didn't have Chronicles then, because, like, at the very least, we could have ended the show and not had it back at all, but instead we got Chronicles, and I think that kind of just further put the nail in the coffin, Mm -hmm. Um, because there's just so many mistakes with that, and one of them, I talked to you guys after, Raimundo basically in Chronicles just then gets relegated to, he didn't become leader, it was actually Omi for whatever reason, and then Raimundo doesn't even compete in any showdowns or get any development in Chronicles at all. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a very good continuation. 
No, and it's it's really all about Omi and the new, smaller, more annoying version of Omi, Pingpon, who is the Dragon of Wood, and it just doesn't do anything for me if you're going to copy a character literally almost exactly, but worse. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. But that, that, I, I don't want to go too far into it. Um... Uh, any funnies before we do the nerdy news from the last episode? I don't know. I think we brought everything. I can't think of anything else from this episode that was particularly funny. No. Me neither. No, it was just a good ending. Um, um, I'm glad I like actually sat down and watched the show all the way through. There's actually two episodes I haven't seen yet from when I fell asleep and didn't <laughs> finish them. So I might go back and get through them, but... You know, overall, like, nostalgia is a powerful thing, and I feel like my perception of it was a lot better than it ended up being, <clears throat> mostly just due to, like, inconsistency, and there was a lot of, like, rushing, and especially some of the mid to later episodes, but, I don't know, it's good to see how things that you knew as a kid concluded, and I had a lot of, like, lingering questions for a show that I never assumed I would, like, go back and finish, so. Yeah. Sure. It's good to know. Yeah, like, uh, for me, a show like that was Avatar. Like, I watched it completely out of order in random episodes as a kid, and I saw maybe part of the finale, but I'd never seen it all the way through till I was an adult, and it's good to see that. Yeah. But yeah, being a kid's show is not an excuse for poor writing. Not that the show was poorly written. It wasn't stellar, right. but it, it wasn't bad either. It's just, just because your audience is younger and they don't know as much about... Um, like what makes a good story doesn't mean you can skimp on your your production yeah i also don't think this is like a bad show it's just it kind of frustrates me because there are some like real highlights and i just i'm like ah oh, this could have been so much like it, it could have been a show that i would actually like want to rewatch more instead of being like i've seen it i don't think i really ever need to go back to this when there's other properties that i'm a lot more fond of and yeah but, you know, there are elements like, like Jack Spicer's whole personality, which is legitimately, like, so fucking funny and, like, well done a lot of the time. You know, that it makes me a little sad that it's not bad, just kind of, like, in the middle. And, yeah, I, I get that. For me, I think the thing that has drawn, drawn me to this has been the characters and the humor. And that's been the main thing. I haven't really watched the show necessarily for the plot, per se, at all. So... <laughs> I'm going to be honest, if not for the podcast, I don't think this is a show that I ever would have picked up. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't dislike it. I really <laughs> didn't. Um, but it's also, I, I don't know. I It's just not my, my preference. Right. Which, I mean, not everything's for everyone. No, so. I, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, it's different strokes for different people. You know, um... All right. Well, I think that's. I think that concludes it. We just have some nerdy news. Um, the uh, Nick Cage movie comes out in a couple weeks. Unbearable weight of massive talent. The most Nick Cage movie ever. <laughs> I'm going to see it just because it's Nick Cage. And regardless of you know your opinions with of him as like for some of his movies, I think I think he's one of the most entertaining actors that's ever been. I mean. I, regardless if he's bad or good. <laughs> What's your favorite, like, Nick Cage movie that exists right now? Um, well, I haven't seen all of them. I don't want to say, like, I've seen all of them. I've, right. Um, like, what sticks out to you? 
I like Face Off. Okay, yeah, that one. That's an old one. Well. Yeah, Face Off is great to me. I like the National Treasure movies. Uh, steal the Declaration of Independence. For me, I'd have to say his role as Spider-Man Noir. Yes, in Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Oh my God. Yeah. Spider-Verse yeah. is so good, and he's so... Like, all those characters just hit. Yeah, they do. They really do. And I'm excited for the sequel this year. Oh my God, yes. Like, that's... And then Sony's going to get confident again. <laughs> so... Yep. Unfortunately, like, they're going to make something really, really good... And then they're gonna tank it with a really bad movie, <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> and then Craven the Hunter next year after mm-hmm. Spider Verse Two does well. You know, I really would like to see Craven in some like in a cinematic form. It'd be nice. I just don't. Sony, fuck Sony. <laughs> they're not good. It's... I like their games. Yeah. Well, I mean that we can say great things about they're video games and they're just not great with building their own cinematic universe and they just kind of take the from the mcu's success when the reason no way home worked at all is because of kevin feige and marvel studios yeah so it could have been a dumpster fire if it was just sony could (laughs) have so um all right i mean there's also two moon night episodes are out um also, uh, Will Smith got banned from Academy events for the next 10 years because of yep. the slap. So that's something. Fucking go. And I think Warner Brothers, I did just find this out. I think they're basically canceling all projects with Ezra Miller moving forward because okay. of uh, the shit he just did. Who's Ezra Miller? He, or I guess they, because I think they, go, they are identified as non-binary, but... Um. Uh. He. They were the Flash. In the um, in the Justice League, and they were also in the Fan- Fantastic Beasts movies. Dang, we're gonna lose so much. Yeah. Well, I think they might still. Fantastic Beasts three comes out in a couple weeks. I think that's still coming out, but I don't know what's happening with the new Flash movie at all, and I'm not really interested in seeing it. <laughs> I saw uh, a post that was. Um the justice league but with all the characters that have had things go on with them grayed out yeah the <laughs> who's there well, uh who's left is uh jason momoa and gal gadot <laughs> yeah because ray fisher had the whole shit with joss whedon and warner brothers with the racist shit that they've all pulled with ray fisher i don't know what happened with ben affleck or henry cavill some uh, allegations with ben affleck Henry Cavill, I didn't know anything about. I think, so Ben Affleck, I think, basically just, like, didn't want to be Batman anymore, even though people have, you know, the Snyder cult has been trying to push Ben Affleck as Batman, and he just didn't want anything to do with it after finishing Zack Snyder's Justice League. And and then Henry Cavill, I think Warner Brothers has been trying to recast Superman again. And so I think because they think for some reason that henry cavill wasn't a good superman which he was it just you know i i like i think i don't know i wasn't the big uh batfleck guy i wasn't the biggest fan of ben affleck as batman but i thought henry cavill was a really good superman and i'm not the biggest superman fan as a character but yeah i just did a google look up it says he quit being uh superman in august last year okay damn Um, one thing I saw, and I can't corroborate this because I didn't actually look at it or read it or anything, but one article title said it was, uh, in relation to the plot of the Flash movie, 
but again, can't confirm that. Yeah, because they're erasing the Snyderverse with the Flash movie, apparently. And awesome. I just, I, I just, yeah. Warner Brothers and Sony are like basically doing the same shit. Yep, retcons are great. Let's look at the X-Men franchise. Yep, that was a Fox. That's why Fox got ended up with Disney now. (laughs) X-Men's pretty hit or miss, though. Some of their movies are absolute bangers. First Class, fantastic. Uh, Yeah, First Class, um, X-Men and X-Men 2, I think. were X-Men 2 was really good. I mean, that opening scene with Nightcrawler in the White House is one of the best superhero scenes there's ever been, I think. Anyway, we're on a big tangent. Sorry, I, I mean, I, I feel like I, we should bring that up. Um, okay, I mean, I, is there any other nerdy news? Kearney, you got anything? Nah, dog. I wish I did. Yeah, I think we're just ready to end this. All right, well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, you guys, for being on it, on this with me for the last couple few months um it's been fun even though sometimes we've been frustrated by the show or you guys have been frustrated by it um but yeah wolf i don't know what's gonna happen aside from mcu coverage gabe and i are gonna still be covering moon Knight, i think um otherwise i don't know what's going to happen uh with the rest of us sorry voice crack um i own it i am gonna own it yeah um We'll figure it out, but uh, thanks for joining us on a topic that most people probably didn't even listen to, because, I mean, why would you? Um, <laughs> why would you listen to Shaolin Showdown, I mean? And, and you could watch it for free on DailyMotion.com, just install an ad blocker. Literally the reason I got an ad blocker was to watch this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it on YouTube, because <laughs> I did not realize that. <laughs> Oh, well. Christy Wee really appreciates you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 12 cents from that purchase. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, log off, uh, and we'll see you guys next time on The Tribe of Nerds.